Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Sharp jab, fast, explosive jab to the head and the body. And there's a combination that drops Errol Spence for the first time in his career. The lightning hand speed. Seven, eight, nine. Terrence Bud Crawford, an electrifying combination that drops Errol Spence in round two. As we wait on our guy, DB, I'll take a moment and tell you about the Beanery, the official coffee of Coffee and Cream, Gretna Pavilion and Ashland's Community Coffee Shop. Uh, Come hang out with the people over at the Beanery because they are, I mean, some of the nicest people you'll run into throughout your day. They'll definitely put a smile on your face, that's for sure. I always drive through the Pavilion location and uh, just the people working there are un- matched absolutely unmatched that's why they're the official coffee of coffee and cream um check them out in the morning because they serve people coffee and that's what they do that's their slogan it's the beanery let's go to the phone and talk to uh, our main man db who i haven't seen or really talked to in what seems like an eternity <laughs> db good morning what's up man listen you're you're my like bad luck i ha- if you can believe this since you've been gone, I haven't cut my hair at all. <laughs> after going about after going about thirty six straight weeks on a Friday, the schedule has just been a monster, man. So I look terrible. Thank oh you. man, oh, you're welcome. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it always falls on always falls down on me. Now I, I, we're going two and a half weeks without so much as a fade. There's no way <sighs> you look bad though, because your hair is always oh. like so clean cut and short. There's no way. Trust me, when you can see that it's messed up on top, it's not good. Not good. <laughs> Are you wearing a hat today? Yeah, well, I look like Bud Crawford getting ready for Spence, right? I just let my hair grow. <laughs> yes, all right. Hey, talk about that fight quickly before we get into uh, some thoughts on your sit-down with Rule because, I mean, that was just a true butt-whooping. Yeah, he's something else, right? And when we were younger, uh, you know, I used to always – I would tell people, I would tell him, like, he's just – stubborn right now that he's grown and mature he's just it's turned into determined mm-hmm. right he just there's just something about his personality it's hard for me to explain but i always tell people you know they ask me hey what's going to be the difference here what and it's not it's, yeah he's competitive he's ultra competitive but the real word is he, he is determined you just whenever you go there with him it doesn't matter what it is if it's an argument if it's uh, you know, call of duty, if it's hitting a speed bag, if it's being able to sit in a man-made sauna that you think is not very safe and he doesn't think you have the courage. Uh, that sounds really specific, whatever it is, like, he's, he's just determined. And, and he's going to figure it out, how to get it done. And so you got to be willing to walk through the fire. It's not, it's not coach speak. It's not no pun. It's, and Spence found out. You have to be able to walk through. It's like the desert, man. If you want to get to to the promised land, and 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 ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people that that compete against them just aren't willing to do it. Damon, all of that is true, but I feel like when we focus on those things, we maybe don't give enough credit to how physically gifted he is. Because I, I get he's not oh, a yeah. a big yeah. guy, especially at one forty seven. 
But we've seen it against, I mean, we heard a clip earlier that Shane played. We saw it against Spence, who's a bigger fire. We saw it against Kel Brook. Every guy, or we saw it against Jeff Horn. Every guy he's gone in there against that was bigger, he's like, yeah, I was stronger, though. And we've seen it play out that way, whether it's his elite defensive ability, whether it's his crazy quickness, the footwork, the ability to go southpaw or orthodox, basically at a moment's notice without even thinking about it. And then the finishing power, even at a higher weight class, like you're right with all of the determination and the intangibles and the mental side of things, but the physical side is as elite as it gets too, right? Like I feel like we kind of forget that part. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he can hit a softball. He can hit a baseball. He loves to hoop. Um, he's got great hand-eye coordination. He's an unbelievable ping-pong player. He's he's. He's, complete, he's way athletic. Like, there's, there's no question about that. And it's funny because I was telling people, this is in hindsight, I was saying this before he fought, like, it's just weird how people confuse bigger with stronger. Mm-hmm. Just because you're bigger doesn't mean you're stronger. Postal tried to bully him. Horn mm-hmm. tried to bully him. Beltron couldn't bully him. Kale Brook got pushed around. Like, he's just his leverage with his long arms, and his core, some of his exercises that he does that don't even utilize a weight are unbelievable, right? He'll have his, he could have his back, his butt at a 45 to a wall, right? And he can put his right shoulder on the wall and rotate the other way to get both shoulders to touch the wall, right? It's just like a, it's just like a stretch where you look at yourself and you're like, the body's not made <laughs> to, to, to corkscrew like that, but he can... He can just do it. He, he can do front hand springs. He can do back, back springs. He's just, he's a really gifted athlete that can use, he's not only ambidextrous, he can use both hands, he can use both feet too. So, you know, if you play kickball with him, <laughs> he can use his right or his left foot. And it starts by doing ridiculous stuff. You just tell him that he can't, Yeah. and in about two weeks he'll, fig- he'll show you that he can. That's, that's just really who he is. All right, DB, let's change gears. Fall camp opens today. You're down at practice for a multitude of reasons. Um, But the sit-down with Coach Rule that got released on Friday just, uh, I I think, had people in wow mode. You know, I've been teasing this info, knowing it for a long time, but wondering if, you know, insiders around town have heard it too. Um, And now now it's made public. Coach Rule's main focus to success in year one, the engine that will make this team go, is defense. It starts with defense. Were you surprised to hear all the other answers over the course of time from when you conducted the interview from now when it dropped? Yeah, I, I mean, I was a little bit because I felt like, and this time, I, you know, I did have an unfair advantage, right, because I knew mm-hmm. a couple months ago what his focus was. But it's what he's been talking about, too, in, in the off season with his willingness to go out and hire Tony White. Mm-hmm. And what he felt like Tony White brought to the table, why he liked this defensive scheme, because it allows you to be flexible without having to overthink it. It hit all the benchmarks in terms of, can I get easy checks? Can we have a common language? Am I going to get, do I have the body types to utilize it? And I think he thinks defense is the most portable thing to take with you in your first year. So that was going to be his focus. When he's watching all of that film, when he first got here, you know, it, it, his kids are sitting down watching TV. You know, they focused on the black shirts and all those old school games. Like, it, it wasn't, he, he liked the little offensive run game and the two-back run game and 
and trap and beer, but man, he fell in love with guys running to the football. And if you go back, while it was pretty vanilla, what's the one thing we saw in the spring game? Multiple defensive players in the in the monitor or at the ball because they're running to the football. He's he he wants to he wants to be able to talk about black shirts and talk about it with some pride. Damon, as you went through, I mean, I think it ended up being like a ninety-minute interview. We got it down to about sixty uh, for YouTube. Um, what was something that either caught you off guard, maybe took you by surprise a little bit uh, while you're having that conversation with Rule that you just were not expecting to maybe go there? The consistency of the message, for one. It didn't matter. So let's say we're getting into how he wants to win football games versus how he wants to parent in his household versus what kind of husband he wants to be versus what kind of head coach he wants to be. All, they're, they're like these, these traits that are all intertwined throughout. And, and he's going to be the guy that's, that's a lifelong learner. He's going to take, he's going to process information. He's going to pit it against his own authenticity. And then he's going to try to communicate those ideas. It's interwoven through everything that he does. Whether, like I said, whether he's coaching or he's talking to Julie or he's talking to the girls. I mean, if you see, you go in his office, and they're like these little PlayStations, and I don't mean the video games, I mean where his girls have been. <laughs> you know, he's got one that's diehard, she thinks she's going to be a coach. You may see some some drawings of some plays and some X's and O's, and then he's got a princess on the other side, and she may have, like, uh, her artwork in rainbows. You know, it, it's just, it's everything that he does, it, it's kind of modeled through building relationships. And I think you're going to see that when he coaches. He talks about it when he reprimands players or what coaches can bring to staff meetings. It's all about relationships. And I just think that's the essence of who he is. And I was surprised that if I asked, if I asked him about eating a burger, I, I think he would tell me <laughs> the art to it would be the relationship between the bread, the bun, and, and kind of how he feels about it. Like, I, I, I know he could weave that in. <laughs> DB, you know, adding to that, uh, I was catching up on my Big Ten Media Day coverage, and now I, I really understand why you, you draw a lot of comparison with him and Coach Fickle because the first thing that Coach Fickle said at Big Ten Media Days that he finds immediate success or more than, like, the schemes that they carry over are the people that come with him or the relationships yeah. that he starts there. So I get it. I, I really do get it now with a lot of these guys and um, – the comparisons that are drawn. Hey, uh, we only and, and, I, and I think and I think you know my personality, so you know what I'm drawn to. That's right? that's true too. That's the unfair advantage you for know, me. I, I, and I and I like like it's like Purdue. I mean, Purdue's got a great hire. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's going to win games, but they got a great guy. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Hey, DB, we appreciate you, man. Uh, one last thing: what's the energy like down there? Who have you come into contact with? Is the energy up? Well. Well, we're getting we're getting ready to pull in, but yesterday I can tell you those guys started to trickle in early. What time? About two two, two o'clock, and there was uh, I got knucklehead with me, so <laughs> that, that, that's who you hear. But uh, they're ready to go. The coaches are chomping at the bit. And the players are too. All right, take this thing off at eight thirty. Enjoy the day, guys. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. CDB. Well, he'll be back tomorrow. Sam McEwen up next.